It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. I shall never forget when I discovered Rob Bell. Uh, Rob Bell, because he stood out as a spiritual teacher who takes on the big questions that many are afraid to, and also that many people have about what it means to have faith and to be religious in the world and to be a spiritual being in the world. And he's never afraid, actually, to explore our relationship with the presence we call God. He's going to talk to you about the joy of growing younger. Like some of that. Hi, friends. Hi, I'm Rob, and I'm your brother from another mother. (laughs) And it's so great to be with you when I told my wife Kristen about this. It's going to take a whole day at UCLA of all these different people giving talks. She was like, oh my word, that is my idea of like the perfect Saturday. Did anybody have that sense? Like, so good. Okay, so uh, a couple years ago, I'm at a gathering in Phoenix, Arizona, and it's hot. I didn't need to say that. And I'm sitting at this gathering, and there's an empty seat next to me, and a woman walks up, sits down, looks me in the eyes, like it's right in my grill. And she says, Rob, my name is Mary, and I'm 92 years old, and I'm just getting started. (laughs) And she said it with a little swagger, like a little edge, a little like, what are you going to do about it? And so I did what any of you would have done in that situation. I asked for a selfie. (laughs) Now, how great, you see what I mean by the little swagger? It's somewhere between like the AARP and the Beastie Boys, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like it's, it's like a little like she woke up and went, shall I tend to my garden today or graffiti the side of a large building? I don't, it's like gangsta grandma or something. I'm 92 and I'm just getting started. 
Mary raises profound questions about what it means to be alive, what it means to be evolving, what it means to be growing, what it means to be a human being. Is your best day behind you? Did you, did you peak early? <laughs> you know, you meet the people, correct, who are still telling college stories? Oh, really, there were red plastic cups at the party, so original. Oh, you threw up in the bushes because you were so drunk. No one's ever told that story. And it's almost like the best days are somewhere back there. You almost pick it up at an energetic level. Anybody know what I'm talking about? The sense of, is that how it works? Or are you, wherever you are in your life, just getting started? And what would that look like? Now, I started out as a preacher, so the scriptures are sort of deep in my blood, and there's this one scripture that says this, though outwardly we are wasting away, which is basically a very 2,000-year-old way of saying we're all going to die, <laughs> right? How many of you, as the years go by, gravity is getting more effective? <laughs> Some of you will get that later. It's very clever. <laughs> outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly, come on, we are being renewed day by day by day by day by day. What does it look like to be renewed day by day by day so that as you grow older, you're actually growing younger? What would that look like to understand that there is a physical, very real, material, physical dimension to your existence, and yet there is an essence to you? There is a raw sense of purity and being to you that just keeps getting renewed, and maybe you could say younger and younger and younger and younger. And what would it look like to be that kind of person in the world where you show up somewhere and you're like, I'm 113 and I'm just getting, what would that sort of thing look like? Now, here's what I find really fascinating. The ancient Greeks, actually had two different words for the word new. So, one of those words for new was the word neos. Let me hear you say neos. Yes. Now, neos is new in reference to time. I dig those new shoes. Have you seen that new film? New in terms of duration, in terms of the passage of time. So there is new, meaning it just came off the shelf, you just purchased it, it's only been here a few moments, a few seconds, a few years. That's not the word that the writer uses here in this ancient scripture from the New Testament. The writer doesn't say, outwardly we are being neosed day by day. The writer uses a different word, a word, a very specific word, kainos. Let me hear you say kainos. And <laughs> here's what I find fascinating about kainos. Kainos is a newness that isn't related to time, it is related to what happens when you move from one stage to another higher stage. It is a, a reference to a newness that is based on a qualitative difference. When you move from one mode of being to another better mode of being. So when the writer makes this choice here, the writer essentially says, I want to talk to you not about that kind of new, because that kind of new you know, comes and goes, but this kind of new is the kind of new that comes, and it comes again, and it comes again as you are kinost day by day by day by day. Is that actually possible to experience a renewal in such a way that you're getting younger and younger and younger as you get older and older and older. Now, I grew up in Michigan. Michigan. 
Michigan, America's high five. <laughs> and where I grew up in Michigan, there was a place that people went when they decided that they no longer wanted to contribute in any meaningful way. There was a place that people went when they decided to be irrelevant. There, there was a place when people essentially said, I've lost my edge, I'm kind of done, I don't want to really pass anything along. That place that people went when they decided, I'm kind of done with the whole thing, I'm out of here, that place was called Florida. <laughs> now, I have no problem with Florida. I really enjoy high levels of humidity and bugs. But uh, it was so, when my uncle turned 65, like the next day, they packed up the U-Haul. I remember it so clearly, because literally like the next day, they were like, we're out of here, and they went to Florida. I remember probably like an 11-year-old. Have you ever noticed how the things that you encountered as a young child stay with you? Here I am talking about it years later. I remember visiting them, and in the morning, I was like, what are we going to do? And they're like, well, we, we wake up and have coffee. And then sometimes we go check out the golf course, which I found was different than actually golfing. <laughs> it was just checking out the golf course. Where did we get the idea culturally that you reach a certain point and then you're done? Where did we get the idea that when you reach the point at which you have the most accumulated life wisdom, you then separate from all of the younger people who actually need all of the wisdom that you have. Where did we culturally, where did we culturally get the idea that you reach some moment of perfect hipsterness at around 22 and a half, <laughs> and then from there, it's just sort of a long, sad goodbye. <laughs> Anybody know exactly what I'm talking about, this weird idea? Is it somewhere in pop culture? Is it somewhere in, in the fact that pro athletes, is it somewhere in the idea of pop music, somewhere in the birth of pop culture, which is what, 30, 40 years old, this idea arose that you get better and better and better, you hit your moment, and then really you're having a second album that's coming out? Let's see if you can do it twice in a row. Because these ideas are absolutely toxic and lethal. Case in point, would you like, if you have to have open heart surgery, a 22-year-old heart surgeon or a 62-year-old heart surgeon? Anybody? Because think about medicine, think about law, think about education, think about architecture. Who do you want designing your house that will have a roof that could collapse on your head? Somebody who's like, I think I'll make a building. Or somebody who's like, I've been making buildings for a long time, here's how you make buildings. In most art forms, you're working a craft, and there's an accumulated wisdom that you develop year after year after year, and so you're getting better and better and better and better because you've tried a whole number of things. But I think what happened in our culture is this sort of idea of pop culture peaking, and there are these moments when you're your most shiny, glimmery self, and then, well, kind of fade like that. I think that somehow deeply affected the way that we see everything. But for thousands of years, people had this understanding that, well, you need some wisdom, you go to the, to the village elder, because the village elder has been around and seen some things. They'll give you what you need. Outwardly, we are wasting away, yet inwardly, we are being renewed day by day by day. 
Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. In 1892, a man named Joshua Slocum went out into the woods and chopped down a tree with an axe. He chopped down a couple of other trees, and then with that axe and a saw, he made those trees into planks, and then someone had given him an old boat called the Spray, and it was falling apart. Joshua Slocum went out into the woods, got those trees, chopped them down, made planks out of them, and then he rebuilt this old boat that somebody had given him called the Spray, and then one day in 1895, three years later, he got in that boat all alone and sailed around the world. No one had ever done this. There are these great stories. He later wrote a memoir of what it was like to sail around the world all alone, and he would stop in ports, and there were people in those ports that he would say, I'm sailing around the world, and they still, at this time in 1895, believed the world was flat. So he would get in public debates with people as he was sailing around the world about whether or not the world was round or flat. And there's this legendary story of he's staying in harbor for a while, and a man and him had been having a public argument, and he would see the man in town, and the man would walk by him and cross the street and do this. <laughs> and then he would do this. <laughs> At one point, he had sharks following him, and he was getting a little scared a bit, so he took an iron like a uh, frying pan, tied a rope to it, threw it out the back, and dragged it like it was a, like a lure, and then he waited for the shark to come over to see what it is, and he took out his shotgun, held the rope with his foot, and shot the shark. Basic sort of stories, you know, <laughs> that we all tell. Joshua Slocum did this in his mid-50s. When you think about the arc of your life, do you think, oh yeah, my mid-50s? That's when I'm going to chop down trees and build a boat and start doing stuff no one's ever done in the history of the world. Can you imagine if the school, if they taught this sort of thing? Now, kids, your 20s are nice, but you're kind of clueless. Your 30s are a little better, but your 50s and 60s, that's when stuff gets sexy. <laughs> outwardly, outwardly, 
We are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day by day by day. So what does it look like to experience renewal day by day by day? Couple thoughts, very, very practical observations about what it looks like to be renewed. Number one, you experience, you often experience renewal when you are reminded that you are bigger than whatever your present circumstances are. You have a true self, an essence, a spirit. You have the you that is the you behind the you. And that you extends beyond and transcends whatever situations you happen to be in. Does anybody have the habit of becoming overwhelmed with a situation and it's the only thing you can think about and it just dominates your thoughts and you're laying in bed at night thinking about it and it just owns you? Anybody have that sort of thing? Okay, here's what helps me. There's a hill not far from here where I live and the hill is kind of steep and it goes up for a while. You can see I took this picture while I was driving up that hill. No texting, kids. Didn't say anything about photography. <laughs> the, the hill goes up really, really steep, and then it makes a T with another street, and then that street turns to the right, and that street goes up any steeper. A little while ago, a cement truck driver was driving. You already know the story's going, right? You're already like, this is not going to go well. He's driving up this hill with a cement truck full of cement, obviously, and he gets to the T, and he turns right to go up even steeper, but apparently he had too much cement in the cement truck. And so as he started to make the turn, the front wheels of the cement truck came off the ground, and he began going backwards down the hill. Now, I would assume at that point he said, well, let me just steer. Unfortunately, the front tires were off of the ground, so they said he had no ability to steer. He's just at that moment going down a steep hill towards several rows of houses with no control and a cement truck full of cement. By the way, have you ever said you have a rough job? <laughs> no, mm -mm. that's a rough job. And apparently it came to a, <laughs> he was going downhill so fast and the whole thing just skidded and turned and fell over and it just covered the entire street in, in pavement because I pulled up a little while later, and I was like, what is a large cement truck doing on its side? And oh, look at the new pavement job they did quicker than normal. <laughs> I imagine if you would have talked to that cement truck driver as he's going backwards down a hill with no steering, he probably wasn't thinking at that moment, I think I'll have pasta for dinner. <laughs> Should I trim the hedges when I get home tonight? I'm thinking he was probably only thinking about his present circumstance. Anybody here ever feel like you're going down a hill with no steering and a lot of cement loaded down? And it's all you can think about. Renewal happens exactly in those moments when you are reminded this is a situation. It is passing. It is temporary. It wasn't here yesterday. It is here today. It may not be here tomorrow. The writer of this scripture who had been beaten, tortured, in prison. In one place in the scriptures, a whole crowd, they believe about 22,000 people, set out to have him killed by throwing stones at him. And yet what he says is he says, these, he calls them light and momentary troubles. Light, the poetry of it's beautiful, is it not? It doesn't diminish the suffering. It doesn't deny the hardship. It doesn't say, oh no, the cement truck's just an illusion. No, it's real. 
It is just your awareness. It's not that you have a spiritual life. You are a spiritual life. And you have a body, yes, but you also have so much more to you. You are this exotic cocktail of dust and bone, soul and skin and spirit. And there is that about you which we can locate in time and space and access with our five senses. And then there is your true self. There is your essence. There is the very depth of who you are that makes you you, that transcends beyond your everyday experiences. Anybody here need a reminder that you are more than your present situation? You embrace that truth, you almost build that like a muscle, so whatever you're in, it's starting to own you, it's starting to get all that headspace and those voices, you develop the muscle, say, wait, 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 this is just what it is, but me and who I am extend beyond that. Another way, that, at least in my own life, renewal has worked again and again and again, is renewal often comes when you remember that some things matter more than other things. Because often what happens is we end up in a spiritual fog where everything that's coming at us has the exact same weight. Anybody ever had this experience? And, you have, and all of a sudden you have this moment of clarity when you realize this thing over here actually is important and this thing isn't. I remember when Kristen and I were first married and we were just starting out and one Friday night we went to dinner with this other young couple. And we were in that sort of freshly married, new jobs, everything, and this other couple was young and they just got married. And we, Remember we went to dinner and we sit down and... They were like, a, it was a new friendship that didn't last that long, as you will see. And we said, well, how's it going? How was your week? What's going on? And I remember the wife said, oh, it's been a really stressful week. And I was like, really? What happened? And she said, well, we're, we're buying a new car, and we're going to lease the car. So we've been looking at new cars to lease, and it's just been so stressful. Dear God, let me get out my violin for you, because that's how do you do it? <laughs> Obviously, the experience stuck with me, because I'm telling you about it. I'm like still processing it. But I remember at the time, being 25, I distinctly remember at that time, something within me suddenly felt old. Like, is this what it's going to be like? Are we going to be having chips and salsa with people hearing about how stressful it is to pick out a brand new car? Because on like the problem meter, that doesn't even... <laughs> Renewal is what happens when you realize that some of this stuff I've been carrying around doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank. Some things should be boring, like banking. Boring is safe and reliable. You don't want your bank to be entertaining. Entertaining is for podcasts with inspiring celebrity guests, not banks. PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is the service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Inc. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is... I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say... Hang it in there. Because... If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. I saw this the other day, which is just so awesome, I can't stand it. 
do you love this conversation? Hey, Bob, I'm moving this weekend. Oh, I'll do it, I have a pickup. Was there not one human being on the street going, is anything about this not a good idea? This, I, I saw this right out here on the 405. I should add, I saw this and took a photo of it on the 405, going 92 miles an hour, trying to keep up to take a photo. I guess I'd do anything for my art. Uh, Do you know when we're in need of renewal? We're in need of renewal when everything feels like it's of the same importance. You and accumulating more possessions isn't really that important. You earning the approval of certain people who you may never earn their approval, it's just not that important. You impressing, <laughs> you, you and I impressing people who it's very important to us that they are impressed by us. That's a loaded down pickup if I've ever seen one. <laughs> and sometimes renewal happens when you let go of some stuff and you realize that seduced me. It made me think it was so important. It's not. So you pull over by the side of the road, you unload some furniture and you keep driving <laughs> to extend the metaphor to its logical dead end. Sometimes renewal has this lightness to it. The reason you feel younger is you were carrying around all of this heavy stuff that you had decided was important. And when you stop and go, let's rank all this stuff I'm carrying around. Wait, there's a whole bunch of stuff here that doesn't matter. And, th and then one more, renewal comes when you see that some things are more important than others. Renewal also comes when you are reminded that you are not the greatest power in the universe. You are not the greatest power in the universe. I was driving the other day, which will come as a shock to you. <laughs> and uh, I came to this stoplight, actually not, not far from here, and so it was a stoplight in Los Angeles, so there was 9,000 cars involved. <laughs> and I noticed up ahead that there's a young woman with a sign, holding up a sign, begging for money. But as I'm sitting there, probably 10 cars deep, she's sitting cross-legged like six inches from the edge of the curb, which is dangerous, among other things. But as I'm watching her, thinking, wow, she, I've never seen someone sit cross-legged like that, that close to cars, she's holding up the sign, and then suddenly she puts the sign, like, it's almost like she collapsed on top of the sign. And I had this moment like, oh my word, she's so exhausted holding up the sign is taking too much energy. And this is what I saw. Too beaten down, too exhausted to even hold up the sign. Now, I've, I've never sat by the side of the road with the sign and tried to get people to give me money, but Mark Nepo has this great line that to be human is to look far enough inside of you that I see myself. So, so I, but for the grace of God, go I, have never been in this sort of dire situation, but something within me in that moment sitting there in traffic was like, but I know what it's like to not have enough energy to hold up the sign and just fold over. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Sometimes renewal comes in surrender. You've been carrying something around 
for so long. You've been forcing it, trying to make it happen, and it's not happening, and it's exhausting you. When I was first starting out as a pastor, I gave one of my first sermons, we'll call it that, and this older gentleman comes down afterwards, and he says to me, hi, Rob, my name is George. I think you should start going to AA. (laughs) And I said, it's nice to meet you, George. Great opening line, but I'm not aware that I have a problem with alcohol. (laughs) And he said, oh, no, it's not about that. It's about if you go to AA meetings, you'll learn everything you need to know about being a pastor. So I started going to AA meetings. And he said, just go. When they come to you, just say, hi, I'm Rob, and I pass. So I started going to AA meetings, and when they would come to me, I'd say, hi, I'm Rob, and I pass. To this day, there are probably people who are like, man, oh, man, that guy Rob, he was a tough case. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like tennis balls off a brick wall. That guy, we were not getting through to him. He came a couple times. You lose some. Uh, But what was so interesting to me is as I was watching people work the steps. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody here celebrating another day clean and silver? Come on. And what was so extraordinary... And what was so extraordinary to me was to sit in a room full of people who had come to the end of themselves and all of the mechanisms and resources and clever things we do to prop ourselves up to avoid the fact that we have come to the end of ourselves. These were a room full of people who had come to the end of ourselves. What was so fascinating to me is it was so interesting. The interesting things happen when you come to the end of your own power. The interesting things come, happen when you come to the end of your own strength and you come to the point where you are ready to open up to power and vitality and strength that is beyond you. Perhaps you were taught to just pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Perhaps you were taught whatever you do, just keep working. Perhaps you were taught whatever you do, just keep pedaling and just keep running and just keep working and just keep your nose down. But sometimes you have to stop and say, this isn't working, I'm exhausted. And you have to fold over on top of your sign and you have to open yourself up to power beyond yourself. You know, uh, Sometimes when people talk about their meditation practice and their prayer practice, and they say, yes, I just sit in prayer, and I say, say to the creator of oneness of all, of, of everything that I bless this day, and they, it's beautiful, and it's poetic, and it's all that, and I'm like, that's fantastic that your prayers sound like that, and they're so poetic, and they're beautiful, and they have a sort of rhythm and cadence. You know what most of my prayers sound like? Here, you take it. <laughs> really straightforward. God, being, spirit, essence, Jesus, whatever language you want to use. A number of my prayers, the prayers that I often find myself saying right before I experience all sorts of renewal are generally prayers along the lines of, I'm so tired of carrying this thing around. Here, you take it. (laughs) And that's often where things get really, really interesting. Outwardly, we are wasting away. We're all going to (laughs) die. But inwardly, we are being renewed day by day by day. I turned 45 a couple of days ago, and I have to be honest with you. So for you, my friends, if you have a piece of paper and pen, let's spend 10 seconds. Come on. Come on. 
Maybe you need to write this down. Maybe you need to put this on your mirror in your office. Of course, for me, I'd have you put it on your windshield. Few things will remind you of the power of being renewed day by day than this is who I am, this is how old I am, and I'm just getting started. May you, may you, may you, my brothers and sisters, may you be renewed day by day. May you grow younger as you grow older. And may grace and peace be with you every step of the way. Thank you. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com.